Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host of Crossroads Farm. Hi everyone, my name is Lee Ann, and I am your host for tonight's Homegrown Remix Podcast. And I am here with some four amazing students that we have here at the shed. And I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Uh, my name is Colton Weiler, and I am a senior at Reading High School. My name is Grace Ladd, and I am also a sophomore at Reading High School. I'm Autumn Friend. I am a freshman at Western High School. I'm Josiah Sanger, and I am a freshman at my house. <laughs> Homeschool in the house, right? Nice. Awesome. All right, so who can give me just a really quick recap of what Doug talked about tonight? Um, I mean, so really brief, we just talked about Jesus uh, claiming that he is the door, the gate. And so, I mean, basically saying that he's he's the only way to get into heaven uh, through nothing else but him. Awesome. That was really good, Colton. Good job. Um, I have a really fun question. Have you guys ever had a secret door or had a special door that you use at your house? Yes. You do? Okay, you have to tell us. So, um... Over our staircase, there's like this big hole in the wall, and we cover it up with a mirror, and we keep all of our secrets and like tons of random stuff in that, and none of our friends know about it, and then it's a great place for hide and seek, and then they always just give up after about three hours. After three hours? You play hide and go seek for three hours? Well, they probably quit and go play on their phones, so. (laughs) That is awesome. That is awesome. Anyone else? No. We used to have this really secret room in our basement. Um, Grew up, I lived in a really old house. It was like built in the 1800s. And we were remodeling and we found this like secret room in our basement. And so there was like this little crawl door you could go into and it was a big open room and it was really freaky. Like I used to love taking friends in there and kind of scare them out, but it was really fun. All right, so let's go along with our first question. We shouldn't trust a person who tries to get in by any means other than the door. Why is this true? I mean, thinking like, literally speaking, like why, like if they're trying to come in, like not through like the main door, then like why, why are they trying to like go around? Like to me, it seems like they're like trying to hide something. So that's a warning or a red flag as some people would say. Yeah, they're a little sus. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Anyone else? People can act like they're that they're your friends, but they're really not. They're just trying to get you in trouble and just use you, which is not really fun. Because I know a lot of people who were acting like my friend, but they were just using me to get to other people. They're kind of doing another means to get at you. Yeah, that's a really good insight. I think so. Um, how do people try to get into heaven without Jesus? What are some fake doors? What are some fake doors that you guys see either you do yourself or friends or anything? Some people go to church and just go to church to say they go to church and they don't actually listen to anything or believe anything. They just go there so people, so they have a better reputation or just kind of use it as leverage to anything. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I think that's a really good point when you said like some people like go to church and and a lot of people go to church just to, like say they go to church and they're not really like their heart's not in the right place. Um, yeah, so I think definitely like a lot of people want to try and do it on their own to so, like oh like look at all these things I'm doing, but like in their heart they're really like not in the right place. Hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Grace? Um, to me, it's almost like um, people, people use, like, tell their friends that they're reading the Bible, but, like, they don't really, like, they just go home and they may, like, take a picture of it and send it to someone, but they're really not, like, reading what Jesus really has mm, to say. Good. Have you ever heard of the statement? Uh, Doug uses it a lot, right? There are a lot of really good people that go to hell. Because a lot of people think that it's good works, right? Like I'm a good person. I do a lot of these. Look at I work for this charity, or I do all this stuff, and I'm really nice to people, and I give to this, and um, I give my time to here. And you're right, and they really aren't true believers, right? So yeah, definitely heard yeah. that before. What are some of the things that sneak into the enclosure called faith and steal it? What are some of the things that like kind of distract you from things? Maybe doubt or distraction, boys, girls, identity, wrong feelings. Um, I think just noticing, uh, just with like people in my school and stuff like that. Like, I feel like doubt's definitely like a really big one. Um, like, the enemy's definitely trying to like get in, like convince them that like what they're doing doesn't mean anything because it's not mm. real. And I think that's definitely a huge for a lot of people, not just in this area, but I feel like that's a big thing for a lot of people around the world. Yeah, doubt is huge, right? That is really, or fear. Yeah, fear of the unknown. Um, anxiety can be something that keeps you away from faith because a lot of people at my school has like real bad anxiety. And like I try talking to them about it, try to get them open up to someone, talk to someone about it, but they just keep it to themselves. And I just want them to know that there's someone always there to talk to them about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else? How about you guys? What is something that, I know I'm getting a little vulnerable here, but what is something that um, maybe steal your faith or kind of take away? Um, I was like, yeah, going to jump back in and say, like, I feel like the enemy definitely really loves to like either like past experiences or like mm -hmm. things you're actually going through right now and being like, if like God is so good, then like, why are you going through what you're going through and stuff like that? And so it's really easy, especially when you're in the middle of all that, to, to listen to that. Um, but it's really important to, once you're able to move past that, you can look back and you can see that like in the suffering and the trials that there's been like a purpose through it all. Um, so that's just, yeah, he likes to use your trials and troubles. Um, but it's important to know that like God's still going to work through all that. Yeah, that's good. Um, to me, a lot sticks out with like technology or maybe sports more. Um, because like people are always trying to fill their schedule up with like sports and practices and then they never really have like time to like um, read the word of God or anything like that. Mm. Good. Good. What is something that you feel like can steal your faith like you personally? Stress and anxiety because I have really bad stress and anxiety when I get called on I freak out and I start digging at the back of my neck and I just like can't really calm down, so I have to leave the class sometimes. I only bring that up is, have you ever had an opportunity where you knew the enemy was trying to go at you and you defied it? Like that, have you ever had like fear or like you said, your anxiety, like he's trying to get me to anxiety, I know it's the enemy and so I work past it. Um, I'm kind of gonna go off like a little bit of the anxiety because I know like a lot of like our generation, I guess like struggles with it, but like going to like a huge social aspects or like where there's a lot of people um, it always just like shuts me down and makes me really quiet and I don't talk a lot and I'm always to myself and so like trying to open up and like become more talkative to people or like talk like just talk to people that I don't regularly talk to all the time like 
trying to go against um, the devil for that. Yeah. And so let me, I'm going to expound on that. So have you ever found when you're in that kind of situation and you get all nervous about it and you start talking to people and you're like, why was I so worried about this? Because mm -hmm. I had so much fun or like it ends yeah. up being like the best time you've ever had. Yeah. Right. Or you meet someone new and have a great friendship. Yeah. So like actually like at the live festival this year, um, we went up to one of the bands. It was, I think it was We Are The Messengers and I asked for a picture and we started talking a little bit and like it actually like made me feel pretty good because I'm like, I just did that. I talked to someone I didn't know and it was actually a pretty cool experience. Like it won't happen yeah. that much often. Yeah. Um, Friday we had a sub, Mr. Rodlin. Um, we, I'm in, we're in choir and Mrs. Prater's gone because she has to take the select choir on a field trip. So uh, Mr. Rodlin said we should play a game. And like we had to do a singing game, which was kind of um, made me feel kind of like nervous because I'm not used to singing by myself. But I went up there three times and I was like singing a lot of Christian songs because I know a lot of them. And I felt really good after going up there like three times and I like didn't feel afraid anymore. Yeah, that's awesome. You should, did you do the, the lyric thing tonight? Were you up there? Oh, you should have. <laughs> Are we talking about something that gives us anxiety? I go to a teen pack, and it's kind of like this thing where we spend a week in the Capitol and pass bills, and I had to run for governor for it, and I had to go up there and talk in front of, I don't know, like 100-some people, and I had really bad anxiety, so I went up there, talked, and it was I did pretty bad the first half, and the second half it kind of got it all together, and I was like, you know what, they're all friends. It's not like, it's like... If I was talking to them all face-to-face, -face, just one person, I'd be fine. And you think about it, let's just say you're talking to them all face-to-face -face instead of just all at once. And uh, Yeah, awesome. And so how did it go? Like, it went pretty good. I I lost by like two votes. but Oh, that's awesome, though. See? That's awesome. All right. Um, how do we make sure these things or people or habits don't steal your faith? How do we make sure people don't steal your faith? Because we talked a little bit about like maybe friends or anxiety or what like what are some ways that we can defend our faith? I hang out like a lot with these people who are confused about stuff like they want to be like the different gender and I mean I kind of got sucked into that and I realized that I shouldn't be doing that because God didn't make us that way. He made us to where we could be different like in a good way. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, Doug kind of touched on it at the at the end of, of his talk, but he was um, he was saying talking about like how do you know that you're following Jesus? And the first point he said was that you're reading the Bible, um, and so obviously like it's also like described as the sword of truth. Is it truth? Sword of truth? When yep, sword of truth. God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like that's like literally like that's our weapon to use against like these the spiritual warfare. Um, and then you'll get into his word and then you're made aware of all these wolves and, sh and, uh, uh, I'm blanking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you're aware of that. And so then you can, you're aware of that and you can look in your life and see where those are at. And so you can avoid that. Yeah. So good. Okay. So I have two questions for you guys. These are ones are really, really hard. What was your favorite, favorite thing for Thanksgiving? What's your favorite thing that you had at Thanksgiving? Oh my gosh. Definitely the mashed potatoes and gravy. Those are always my favorite. All right. Mashed potatoes and gravy. 
Leah made um, pecan pie, which is really good. Oh, yeah. Like, full of sugar. Green bean casserole. Okay. Right. I just love, like, I love almost, like, all, especially, like, the main ones, like, turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing and pumpkin pie. Like, it's really hard to pick a favorite, but I feel like I know stuffing's normally my go-to favorite, but it's all great. Yeah, it is all great. So, I gotta tell you guys what I did. So, you you guys maybe know that I haven't been eating sugar, right, for, like, a whole year, and I've been really, really trying. Okay, so... I made myself this pumpkin pie with no flour or sugar. It was not great, but I tried to convince myself that it was awesome and put like tons of whipped cream on it. And it was kind of gross. It was made with bananas so I could taste banana. It was like, okay, this is kind of disgusting. It is not like pumpkin pie, but uh, it was, I tried. I tried really, really hard. Okay. And so what is your favorite Christmas tradition? So we have like a few weeks before Christmas. What is the favorite Christmas tradition that you guys do as a family? We watch Christmas movies all the time. A lot of times we'll go out as a family and shoot coyotes and just go out hunting as a family. Oh, I like that Christmas. That's awesome. Um, I mean, I just love not any like specific tradition, but just like getting to like have like that time. that's like you're always like with family. So like on Christmas Eve, we'll have like my mom's side of the family come over um, and then either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, we have brunch with my dad's side of the family and then. Uh, Christmas, I guess here's a specific, uh, tradition is on, on Christmas day, my dad's side of the family comes over at night and, and we watch, watch a movie. So that's always a highlight. Hmm. Good, good. Um, I got like, it's just kind of like family things, but like Christmas Eve, I'd go over to my aunt's house. Um, and then Christmas morning we'd have like brunch with my grandpa at my house. It's like every year. Do you guys, any of you guys do the Christmas pajamas as a whole family? No. no. Oh my goodness. So no. we do once in a while and my husband and his rotation thought he would do it. And you know those red union suits? They're like a full body suit with like the butt that opens up in the oh back. But it's like long underwear. You see it like in hillbilly, yes. like yes. the yeah. hillbilly kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. He bought every single one of us one and thought it was like the greatest thing. And so on Christmas, we all wore them thinking it was going to be so funny. And we were like, yeah, we don't, we shouldn't be wearing these. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a blast. But anyway. Well, awesome. Thank you guys so much. And oh, two weeks, right? We have two weeks till our huge Christmas party. It's just my birthday. It is. It's your, so we get to celebrate your birthday and Christmas here. That's awesome. Awesome. What's your favorite thing about our Christmas party that we have here? The deep fried Oreos. Always a hit. Always a hit. Yeah, always a hit. Spending time with friends and everyone here at Crossroads. Awesome. Being able to hang out with my friends. Awesome. Yeah, I love, I mean, they've all set up, but just getting to be around with friends and also just like the fact that like, I mean, there's so many people and like they all like have a gift and I think it's just so cool to, to watch them all open them. It's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, you guys. You guys did an amazing, and we will see you guys on the podcast next week. Have a great week. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious Rich Roast Coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, the arms of a servant leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.